In today's episode, I interview incoming University of Pennsylvania School of Dental Medicine student Saba Musa Fayon. She will share her journey from the perspective of coming all the way from Iran to the United States and her pursuit of dental school. Saba will share with all of you how both international and native-born students to the United States can enhance their resume of being accepted into dental school. Welcome back to the Redot Dentistry Pre-Dental Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Lundquist, and I am laying my journey of getting accepted into dental school all out on the table so you can get in as well. Please make sure to follow this podcast for updates on Instagram at re.dentistry underscore podcast or by joining the re.dentistry future dentist group page on Facebook. Also, you can now subscribe to the re.dentistry pre-dental nation YouTube channel for many helpful videos. Now stay tuned for episode 42 where I sit down with incoming Penn School of Dental Medicine student Saba Muzafayon in discussing how international students can overcome the challenges of pursuing dental school. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, We may have all come on different ships, but we're in the same boat now. In wake of everything going on, I want all of you to know that I stand beside the black community and against any form of racism. I want to repeat the words from Sunday I posted on Instagram. Love is stronger than hate. We are all equal. Spread kindness. Please join me in standing up against racism and forms of bigotry. We all deserve to be loved. There is no superior race. And to anyone who has ever been victim to discrimination based on your race, nationality, religion, gender, sexual orientation, or anything else, please know that you matter so much, that you're important, and that I love you. Thank you, as always, for joining me. Uh, Just a few quick announcements. First, I hope that all of you are safe and well. I also sincerely meant the things I just said from the podcast quote segment. Uh, To the Black community and to anyone else who has been unfairly discriminated against, I don't know what it's like to walk in your shoes, but I just want you to know that as a white male living in the United States, I want to play my role in standing up against those who tried to oppress you. Um, Having spent nine years in the army, two years living in Brazil, and now living in the heart of Pittsburgh, I can tell you that some of my most wonderful and kind connections come from those who don't share the same skin color, nationality, or religion as myself. Um, All of that being said, I'm not going to tolerate or be silent about the hatred being displayed towards my friends. And so as um, a pre-dental community, I just invite anyone listening to be part of a movement that ends racism and hatred of any kind. It's my hope that we can rise above our differences and unite as one. So I invite all of you to show even greater kindness and respect for everyone. And moving along, um, I really think you should follow this podcast on Instagram. It's the read.dentistry underscore podcast, but you don't have to worry about writing that down now because I'm going to provide the link in the description below. The reason I say you should follow this podcast on Instagram isn't just so I can get more followers, but it's because I'm posting a lot of free content every day, um, all to help you get into dental school. So I want as many people to benefit from that as possible. Furthermore, I've established wonderful connections with pre-dental advisors from all works or sorry, walks of life 
that can also help you with your journey into dental school. One of the people um, is actually who I'm interviewing today. So you can go onto my Instagram account and easily be able to connect uh, with these people by viewing my content. Pre-dental students have already benefited from following this account on Instagram because they're, they've DM'd me for help in getting their questions answered. And many times I'll address those questions individually or even turn those questions into a podcast or a YouTube video on Dentistry Pre-Dental Nation. Uh, the channel there. So you can also connect with other members of the pre-dental community by going onto Facebook and requesting to join the Dentistry Future Dentists page. And again, all of those links, including the Instagram account to today's guest will be listed in that description below if you just scroll down by clicking on this podcast episode. Um, Finally, just please allow me to share some of my thoughts on today's guest, Saba Muzafayon. After I share those thoughts, we'll take a quick 30 seconds to thank our sponsor on this show before jumping right into the interview. So I'm very grateful for Saba's willingness to come onto the podcast. She was very excited to share her adventure into dental school with all of you. As an international student from Iran, she has so much helpful guidance to offer to those of you who might find yourself in a similar situation as her. But not only is her story applicable to international students pursuing dental school, but she's also uh, listed so much helpful content that can be applied to anyone trying to gain admission into a dental program. I was so impressed and blown away by her hard work and commitment towards becoming a dentist. Please uh, pay attention to everything she has to say because I really believe this is such valuable information that would be extremely challenging to obtain elsewhere. I also think you should follow her on Instagram at Life of Saba, which is Life of Saba. Saba is spelled S-A-H-B-A because there you can connect with her and she'd be willing to answer any questions you might have. So now just a quick 30 seconds to thank our sponsor, which is Anchor. Okay, I'm here with Saba. Muzafayon. Uh, Saba recently graduated from the University of British Columbia and will be attending the University of Pennsylvania School of Dental Medicine. Saba is joining us today to talk about her journey into dental school as an international student. So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I think there are many people out there who will benefit from you sharing your experience. So first and foremost, I'd love to start off by allowing you the opportunity of introducing yourself um, to the wonderful listeners of this podcast. Hi, Jordan. My name is Saba. I'm originally from Iran, but I currently live in Vancouver, Canada. I studied engineering back in my country, but when I moved here, I decided to change my career. So I went to University of British Columbia here in Vancouver, and I got my second degree in science. And just this past cycle, I applied to American dental schools as an international student. And I will start dental school in August, hopefully in person at the University of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And it's really crazy, too, because, you know, you said hopefully you'll start in August. And I think a lot of students are in that boat. Obviously, there's a lot of complications with people applying to dental school because of the coronavirus. Have you heard if you um, like if your classes will be online? Have they given you any updates? Uh, They gave us an update about like two weeks ago. So for now, they Mm -hmm. are planning to have both virtual and in person. But nothing is 100% yet. Nothing. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, it's funny because one of the interviews I was doing, um, one of the students, his name was Devin Monk. He just graduated from Pitt where I'm going to dental school. And he actually told me you'd be surprised at how much 
um, you can accomplish as a dental student online, which I think is incredible. And it speaks on behalf of the preparation of these dental Mm -hmm. schools. Anyways, just moving on here a little bit, um, because you said you're from Iran. And could you speak a little bit about what dentistry is like there in Iran? I know I, I spent some time in Brazil and it was dentistry was different there than it is here in the United States. So I think that would be really interesting uh, to know. Yeah, I think dentistry really depends on culture. So in each country is totally different. So the process of getting into dental school is totally different in Iran. Basically, there is an entrance exam that you write in last year of your high school. And then everyone gets ranked. And depending on your ranking, you may or may not get accepted. So the main difference is that you go to dental school right after high school and there's no requirement for CV or letter of recommendations or shadowings. But the main similarity is that like here in America and I think everywhere else, uh, it is super hard and competitive to get into medical or dental school. And uh, also dental school in Iran is between six to seven years. And similar to North America, you can work as a general dentist but I think that in Iran, a higher number of people specialize. Well, wow, that's yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And I'm sorry, did you say did you want to return to Iran to uh, be a dentist or did you plan on staying here? I think uh, for now, I don't have any set plan, but um, yeah. I think I probably come back to Canada and work here. Oh, in Canada. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's awesome. It's cool that, you know, like like myself, I, you know, I have a kind of a general idea of what I want to do, but I'm definitely open um, to just whatever opportunities arise, because I realize, like, you know, I might find out something, um, you know, in dental school, I might find out something that I really enjoy over another thing. So it is hard to predict, but that's cool that you're open to, you know, a lot of different uh, opportunities. You never know what happens. And I do want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just never know. (laughs) Makes life interesting. Um, I did want to ask you, what motivated you to become a dentist? So um, ever since I was a child, I knew that I wanted to be involved in healthcare because my parents are both physicians. So I kind of had an interest. But at the same time, I really liked math and, math and physics. So back then, I decided to study biomedical engineering. And I wanted to be involved in research and help healthcare, but from that aspect. But then when I was in engineering school and when I was involved in research, I noticed that I was really missing the communication part. And uh, through a research project that I was involved in, I got the opportunity to shadow a dentist. And then I loved how a dentist uh, can form long-term relationships with the patients. And I really like that you can have direct contact with those. So I think that for me, the main reason was the communication part. And I think dentistry is just a wonderful combination of science, communication, and hands-on skills. Yeah, wow. I really love how you brought up the, you know, one of those final parts about how you like the social aspect of it, the communication part of it, because that was really what sealed it for me when I was doing my job shadowing. Mm -hmm. I was kind of nervous going into my job shadowing that maybe dentistry wasn't going to be something that I would enjoy after all, especially after doing like all this, you know, all the coursework and all the preparation for dental school I was a little bit nervous like maybe I won't like this but the thing that really stood out to me was just the relationship that the dentist had with his patients and you know me being an extroverted person and and, you know like craving like communication with people I was like yeah I could definitely see myself doing this exactly and you know when I was shadowing some general dentists here, here in Vancouver I saw that 
uh, they see some fam. They are like the dentist of a family, so they see the grandmother, the grandchildren, everyone. And I just think it's amazing the relationship that you can form with families and with each individual. It's amazing, and I love that. Yeah, I I totally agree. I I, I really uh, I really love that as well. Um, and why do international students choose to um, come to the United States to advance their education? It's often because I see you know here in Pittsburgh um, we have so much diversity and I always do kind of wonder about that you know because here in the United States like school is so expensive and so I I am kind of curious Mm -hmm. um yeah definitely compared to many countries uh education in the United States is very expensive but I think the main reason is that uh United States is just a land of opportunities and there are so many dental schools and they each offer tons of different things tons of different opportunities and I personally uh, went to many interviews and I loved my experience at each one of those because I think that every every dental school in the United States is unique. And also, I think that the admission process, for example, if I want to compare it to Canada, is more holistic. So it gives people from all around the world a chance and an opportunity to apply and offer what they have. So, for example, for me, as a non-traditional African, it was way harder to get accepted in one of, into one of uh, Canadian dental schools because they care more about GPA and DAT scores. But in the United States, you just have more room to show who you are as a person and what you've achieved. Yeah, I really like that you brought up that last part because I really felt that in the application process that because like my DAT score, I mean, my DAT score was pretty good, but because my GPA was a little bit lower, I felt like I really had to emphasize some of the things that I thought were a little bit stronger in my application. And like, you know, we were talking before we even started the interview, like Pitt was one of those schools where their communication was really good. So it did allow me the opportunity of just kind of stating my case and saying like, hey, I know like, you know, my GPA is not that great, but like, hear me out. This is why I think I would succeed. Um, As an international student, um, what have been some of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome in gaining admission into dental school? Um, Well, the whole application process is really confusing and stressful. But I think for us as internationals, uh, there are some unique concerns such as finding out which schools accept internationals or the differences in grading system and course credits. Also in Canada, because uh, one of the challenges that I had was that here shadowing and LORs were not a requirement, but by dental schools until recently. So it was super hard for me to find shadowing opportunities because it's just not a norm, you know? And uh, it was really hard for me to get letter of recommendations because I didn't know that I have to work on that because I was looking to apply for Canadian schools before. And then I decided to apply for U.S. and it was just too late. So we have some um, challenges regarding these. Also, many international students, including myself, uh, English is a second language. So writing personal statement and secondary essays is another huge challenge. But I think that all these challenges can be managed. Uh, International students should just know that we have to start working on our application sooner. And we just need to put a bit more effort. So there's nothing that you you can work it out. I started working on my personal statement and other essays from March. And I applied on June 24th. On June June 24th, you were able to apply. So that was, I mean... 
because I like that you brought that up as well, because I know that um, I, I guess it is one of those questions because I was always told to get your application in as soon as possible. And I didn't know if there was a difference between getting in like the beginning of June or at the end of June. Do you do you have any insight on that? I honestly think it is very important to apply early because, um, yeah, yeah, I think it really doesn't make a change. Um, I honestly wanted to apply sooner, even sooner than June 24th, but my essays weren't ready. Uh, I think, I think it is very important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree as well, especially if you're somebody like myself who maybe wasn't as confident in the stats, like the GPA, I really felt that I needed to give myself as much of an opportunity, as big of a window as possible for you know dental schools to consider me because i think a lot of times that's why people might not get the opportunities they're looking for is because simply you know those spots were already filled and you know exactly. they filled out their application too late i just want to add that at the same time i think uh-huh. it's all about optimization so uh many people just want to apply early but they don't care about the quality of their application so i think you should find a time when you can submit the best application that you can but as soon as possible you know so it's not just about applying early or not about applying the best application it's just finding a time between those two oh yeah i totally agree you definitely don't want to rush it like you're still looking for quality so that's why it's important like you said to get started early that way you can get in as soon as possible but still not have, you know, lots of errors and just make sure it's a good, solid application. Um, If willing, could you please speak on behalf of the challenges involved with being away from family and friends from back home? I'm sure this is something a lot of international students can relate to and could find, uh, you know, maybe comfort in how you're able to cope with Uh, it. So when I moved to Vancouver, I lived alone for three years and it was absolutely hard. So I can totally relate to all students who live far away from their families. But I kept talking with my parents every day, even when I had exams and even when I had to study really hard, because I really wanted to stay connected with them. And they are my support system. So I think that for me, it was really important to stay close and connected with my support system. But I was fortunate enough because by the time I wanted to write this, uh, to study for the DAT and apply for dental schools, they moved here and they were such a great help, especially my dad. He helped me with my application and I can't even imagine how hard it would have been without his help. But now again, I have to move to Philly, so I'm going to be far away from them. So this time, again, I know it's going to be really hard for me because I have to, again, immigrate to a new country and um, find new ways of living and uh, adjust to dental school, which I'm sure it's going to be really hard. But my goal is to, again, uh, put them as my first priority. Not first, I have to study, but they are always my top priority. And I'm going to find a way to talk with them and stay connected because I think that's really important. Oh, yeah. And I would imagine and, you know, I, I've, I've been away from family for quite a bit at times, too. And definitely one of the things that helps me is just being able to, you know, give them a phone call. And now with like FaceTime or Skype or whatever, it does make it a lot more doable. But then at the same time, it's like it, I definitely know that it can be hard, you know, not physically being around them as well. But it sounds like you've done a really good job at, you know, just kind of um, making it a, a better situation yeah. for yourself. And you've had a lot of help. I think it's really important to have a strong 
support system like you've had. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can even be from people that you meet. Uh, you know, I think I think like uh, friendship is very exactly. important as well. But thank you. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And I did want to ask if there are any um, other bits of advice you'd like to offer specifically to international students who are pursuing dental school? Well, I think um, this is like this is an advice for everyone, but especially for internationals. I think it is really, really important to stay positive and motivated because the whole application process is so long and stressful. So I do really recommend Facebook groups and different forums to keep yourself updated. But don't lose your hope if you don't get in the first time you apply or don't you lose your hope if you don't hear back about interviews by the time other people do. Because I remember myself, I was always on Facebook and uh, Student Doctor Network checking. And uh, sometimes it was just really hard and stressful. But remember that each school's timeline is different. And some schools look at international applications later in the cycle. So if you don't get in by December, there is still hope. Two years ago, I applied to Canadian schools and I didn't get in. But I decided to work hard on my application and reapply for American schools. And uh, my pen interview was a post-December interview and I still got in. So I think there is still hope even after December. And uh, it is really important to not compare yourself to others and be positive throughout the whole application cycle. And also another piece of advice is that I think that when you go to interview, you should go to each interview as if this is your only chance because um, this may be your only chance and I think that every pre-dental student should do their homework before going to the dental school and gain as much as information they they can about the school and you have to be nice and friendly to everyone and ask a lot of appropriate questions and show interest. Oh, yeah, I really love all those points that you brought up and I, I couldn't agree more, especially about the part where um, well, just I mean, just like the observation that, you know, it was it was a little bit challenging for you at first to get into dental school, but you didn't give up. And I feel like you had the perspective that it's like it's OK if it doesn't happen right away. There's other, um, you know, alternate routes to pursue. And that's what I've been trying to like kind of, you know, the message I've been trying to send lately is like even if you're not super confident in getting accepted this cycle, you know, maybe it is in your best interest just to take some time to build up your resume like you did. And it's not the end of the world if you have to apply, you know, a year later or two or whatever, because that was the case for me. Like I was kind of I was kind of rushing, like, you know, hoping to get through school, um, you know, as fast as possible um, towards the end because I was tired of it. But then what I realized was, OK, maybe right now my resume is not where it needs to be. But imagine in a year if I really like work on that, I think that would improve my chances. And sure enough, that was a good bet. I think it saved me a lot of time and money in the end because I applied when I was ready to do so. Yeah, thank you so much. And then just kind of like building upon those things that you said, um, you know, the, the advice that you offered um, and, and thinking about that and like an honest like self-reflection, what do you believe were some of the biggest factors that led to your success in getting admitted into a school like Penn? Um, I honestly think uh, that my I had research experience, so I think that definitely helped me. But I know that many people get into Penn or other schools that are research heavy 
uh, without having an uh, experience of research. But I think in my case, the research experience definitely helped me. But my DAT score and my GPA, they're really average. They're not bad, but they're not uh, 4.0. So I think it wasn't definitely because of um, those, because of my stat, and I think it was definitely because the way I wrote my application. So um, for each of my experiences, when I was writing the description, I made sure to mention what I learned from this experience specifically and how I can apply it in dental school or how can it help me to be a better dentist. So I think that's, that's really important because you wanna show what you've learned but also you want to show how you can apply it. And as I mentioned before, I am a non-traditional um, applicant. And this, this was a really negative point for me when I wanted to apply for Canadian schools because they prefer more traditional applicants with higher stats. But when I wanted to write my personal statement, I brought up the fact that my path was completely different. I brought up the fact that I studied engineering, but instead of considering it as a negative point, I talked about how my experiences from engineering school and how the different point of view that I can have as an engineer can be an asset. So, you know, I really, uh, I really valued my differences. And I think that's the only way that you can show the admissions committee how they should value you as a person who is coming from a different background. Oh, yeah. I just think that's fantastic because something that really stands out to me is instead of dwelling on the negatives, you really did emphasize the, you know, the positive things about your application. I think that's definitely the best thing that you can do. I think oftentimes, like in applying to dental school, like you kind of have to remember that you're trying to sell yourself. And the way to sell yourself is you have to believe in yourself and just, you know, and, and really like trying to tell them and convince them that you're going to succeed. And that's something that has to come from within. And I think that that was definitely a major factor and, and, you know, in, in the success that you had in getting admitted into a school. Like exactly. I think you should uh, be humble and you should be down to the earth when you're writing yep. your application. But at the same time, you should really value what you have to offer as a person. So for me, uh, when I applied from my experience applying to Canadian schools, I was really disappointed because uh, I had a whole transcript, another degree from an Iranian school, and my GPA wasn't that good. So that was the main reason I couldn't get into Canadian schools. But I really try to work on myself and really value what I have to offer. And I think that really make, made a change. And not only pen every other interview that I went, they asked about my experiences. And I think that uh, they really liked my application. Oh, yeah, I, I just really love that. And could you please tell me, um, what was it about Penn that you enjoyed so much based off of your, your experience, not only applying, but interviewing there? So I think um, I always tell pre-dental students, it is very important to rely on your experience uh, on the interview day. So when I went uh, to my interview at Penn, I loved my experience. It was really good. And I could really see myself living and studying there for four years. And Penn was always my dream school ever since I was back in Iran studying engineering. So even getting an interview from Penn was really a huge achievement for me. But at the same time, as I said, because I'm, I'm an immigrant and I'm coming from a different uh, academical background, I really wanted to make sure that I am going to an environment where there is lots of diversity and people are offering different things. 
So for me, it was really important that they didn't really only care about my DAT and GPA. So that shows that they want to bring students from different experiences. And it's not only about DAT and GPA. So that's really good for me because that's the kind of environment I want to be in. Also, I knew that I want to uh, probably pursue a dual degree and I want to be involved in research. So those are the things that I know I want to do. And Penn has uh, many opportunities. They have a dual degree in biomedical engineering and uh, dental dentistry. So that's something that I'm considering. So I think it's really important to know what you're looking for because every school in the United States is great and they're offering different things. It's just important to know what you are looking for. Oh, yeah, I, de I definitely agree with that. Trying to find a school that's a good fit for yourself. And now, like, that's like a luxury that you can have if you do end up getting accepted to more than one school. But, you know, I always say, too, that, you know, first and foremost, just worrying about, you know, worry about getting accepted somewhere, anywhere, because that's the exactly. most important part in becoming a dentist. Is you got to get into school. But then, like, you know, for myself, I, I felt very fortunate and, and surprised that I got into multiple schools. And then that's when, you know, the things that you just said really helped out is like, okay, what it, ultimately, where am I going to be the best fit at? Sometimes that might not be the school that's necessarily like the best academically or in research, but it could be somewhere where even like your personal life is going to be, you know, more accommodated. And for me, that was definitely Pitt, which I felt Pitt really like, you know, met all the qualifications because uh, it's kind of cool how you said Penn was always your dream of going to Pitt was always mine. And then um, also it was very accommodating because I already lived yeah. here. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. That. I think that's so Yeah, important. I think it's really important for me because I was um, moving from Canada. I didn't have any priority for the location because I don't have any family members there. But I do really think that it's very important. And that was the main reason I tried to apply for my school here in Vancouver a couple of times, because I wanted to stay here with my family, with my friends, with my support system, as we talked about. And all you need is one. So as you said, getting into a dental school is really good. And all dental schools are amazing. Yeah. Oh, I thank you so much for just everything that you shared today because not only do I feel like you know the experience that you shared is going to be very helpful towards international students um, applying to dental school but a lot of the things you said can also be applied to pretty much anybody who is pursuing dental school there's so much good advice there and with that being said um, I always leave just um, the, the final question or just the final opportunity to you know talk about what it is that you do and um, in, in terms of helping other students along their journey into dental school and if um, you know they wanted to get in contact with you how they could do that I know that um, you know you and I follow each other on Instagram so yeah could you please just like um, speak on speak on those things so last year when I was applying I always kept myself motivated by talking with dental school dental students and checking their Instagram accounts so that's why uh, I decided to create an Instagram account and I want to share my experience applying to dental school and also blog my journey as a dental student as I start going to dental school in August. And they can definitely follow me on Instagram. Uh, so my Instagram account is uh, Life of Sava, S-A-H-B-A. And they can DM me. I'll be really happy to help pre-dental students because I've been there and I know how frustrating it can be. Oh, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. And thank you so much for that. I really think that, um, you know, for those students who 
really need um, like a secondary opinion, especially international students who are a little bit lost in the process. I think that, you know, that would be very helpful if they could just find you on Instagram and just reach out to you through the DMs. And then I'm definitely going to leave as well, um, you know, uh, your Instagram account here on the podcast. There's like a there's a section you'll just scroll down and then you'll be able to click the link. And that'll be an easy way to find uh, Saba's Instagram account. So thank you so much once again. I, I really appreciate all the time that you put forth and all the helpful advice that you offered. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Your support means so much to me. Remember to click on the links below in the description so you can keep up to date with the latest info from this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Please join me again on Thursday for another amazing episode. Until next time, peace.